Moonies. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Amber Jackson, aka Koala Cosplay. She's a cosplayer and the creative mind behind the Pretty Guardian Gala, which is being presented by Awkward Nerd Events. I am super excited for this gala and to learn more about it and to talk with Amber. Hey, Amber. Hi. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club. I am so stoked. I have listened to several of the episodes through um my life is a little less hectic right now so i'm working through you know catching up to everything but it's such an honor like i'm so stoked i feel like i've made it <laughs> oh my god it makes me so happy <laughs> you made it way before coming on this podcast but <laughs> i'm happy it could be somewhat of a milestone <laughs> yeah i want to be like achievement unlocked yes <laughs> level unlocked i love it well first question i like to ask every guest is what is your first memory of watching sailor moon so i think my first memory is is pretty similar to a lot of people with that you know very very early time slot kind of before school um my dad is actually a huge anime fan and grow up you know watching speed racer and and dragon ball z and those kinds of things and so when i came along he was like, oh, like, I don't know, some of the anime I like to watch might not be appropriate for this little nug. And so he kind of ended up finding Sailor Moon and like plopped me down in front of it and was like, you too shall love anime like me kind of a deal. Love it. So um, yeah, we've been, you know, dad and I do like cons and stuff together, but that's a whole nother road that I will not go down at this time. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, if you want to talk about it later, we can. But if not, yeah, I too. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome, though. I love that. Like, my brother got me introduced to Sailor Moon. It wasn't like a, you're going to love an anime thing. But more like a, you might like this thing. And then end up changing my entire life. So uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Yeah. Well, as you've been watching for like over these years, have you had any favorite episodes or any moments? um my like the power of love song is like forever seared into my brain and I just remember wearing that VHS out because I loved that movie so 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 much and just that entire scene where it's like Sailor Moon or it's you know Princess Serenity is in her dress and that freaking meteors racing towards earth and it's just like uh it gives me chills every time i just i listen to that song anytime i need to like hype myself up or like give myself the motivation to do something and so like that that moment is kind of something that i've always carried with me and always really pushes me you know to to get through the tough spots and know that even though my friends might not be around physically like they're still there supporting me with their love so I love that real world application. That's so true. Yeah, that song is so epic. Like, every time I hear that, yeah. Like, oh, when we um when they played that song at the twenty fifth anniversary ball, it went down. Like, because we were in this super super bougie venue, it literally looked like we were in the Moon Palace, and that song came on, and it just got real ratchet real fast with everybody in their like <laughs> gorgeous ball gowns just tearing up the dance floor. So I love that song. I love that scene. It just holds a special place in my yeah, heart. I'm so sad I missed that event because it looked so cool. And I'm in like New York, and I'm like, where was I? What was I doing at the time? I was probably like four and like in grad school or something. <laughs> yeah no it was really it was not fan friendly like it was really expensive was. and um I mean the only way that I was able to go is because I sew and so I somebody was like I'll trade you a ticket if you sew me That's a gown cool. and I was like done <laughs> done deal so that was the only way I afforded to go honest to goodness because yeah I think general admission tickets were like 250 or something which is is expensive but i mean it was a full sit down dinner so like i understand you know where that money went kind of yeah and i actually had the um the team or some of the people from the team who put that together from this dream on the podcast they talked about it and like i think definitely worth the price like from like the had and like Mm -hmm. the amount of detail they put into it 
Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, that's epic. Yeah. Super, super epic. And I'm really excited to talk to you about your gala later a little bit, too. Yeah. First, I have to ask, <laughs> who is your favorite Sailor Scout slash Senshi? So, it's a bit of a mix-up, because my favorite scout growing up naturally was Pluto, because she was the only girl that had melanin and, like, looked like me, and she was super stoic and, like, freaking awesome and amazing. But in terms of, like, what I I love and, like, the thing I collect, because I have, like, a small Sailor Moon collection, is... um the eternal version of Sailor Moon because I just think the locket is the most gorgeous. The wand is super stunning. And so, you know, with her little wings and everything, eternal Sailor Moon is like top tier love of my life. I just consume that on the daily. (laughs) Yes. I actually got so hyped because I think Target is selling a shirt with Eternal Sailor Moon on it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need it!" Because we never, we don't get much merch. No, and I'm, I'm mentally preparing because I'm sure you've seen the 30th logo dropped for this year, and it's Eternal Sailor Moon, and I'm like, "Gosh, dang it!" Like, I just know, I just know the amount of merchandise that's going to come out this year from Japan is going to be insane. And my wallet is going to cry nonstop. But it's okay. Like, this is why we're adults. This is why we have adult jobs is so we can spend it on Sailor Moon stuff. Like, that's just how that works. If you spend your money, who will? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, this has to be someone else's problem later in life, you know, where... I'm I'm gonna, you know, become particles of dust or something. And then they're just gonna have to come in here and be like, what am I gonna do with all this Sailor Moon shit? I don't I don't know. And it's like, well Right. Like donate it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better sell us for some good money on eBay. Like I I'm looking at the nineties eternal tier wand, like you better not sell that for no three dollars. I'm still sad. I sold my Sega Genesis um, when I was younger for ten dollars. Ten dollars. No. And I'm like, why didn't I sell? Why did I sell it? What was wrong with me? Mistakes. Mistakes were made between like this and then like my Moana collection. Yes. Someone's gonna make some money. money. I love it. <laughs> um. Well, mm. I, we kind of hinted at it before, but you have you are producing or your creative mind behind this gala sailor moon gala in milwaukee mm-hmm. um how did this come about like how did uh you get involved with awkward nerd events and like how did you know this idea come about to do a sailor moon gala yeah so lisa and i have been friends for several years i want to say at this point i'm not quite sure where that oh good oh sorry duh Lisa, <laughs> Lisa is the owner of Awkward Nerd Events. Um, she has been putting on amazing adult nerdy events for quite some time. And so she and I have been friends for, for quite some time. And um, what actually started as the whole thing that kind of started this off is Lisa and another friend of hers, um, well, her friend owned a nerdy bar in the area and they would host events there and then the the events just outgrew the bar space. And so their original like big nerdy event was the Yule Ball that they hosted every year here, which is, you know, adult prop. It's super fun. It's Harry Potter themed. Um, this year we raised over $3,000 to donate to Trans Lifeline because we don't Love fucks that. with JK Rowling um kind of a deal (laughs) and so um you know I've been kind of bugging them about putting on a Sailor Moon something I was like oh you know it could be like a little celebration for Usagi and Chibiusa's birthdays or like it could be a, a celebration for you know these other milestones that happened throughout the series um but neither Lisa or her former co-owner were really into Sailor Moon. So they weren't, it's not that they didn't see the appeal, but they just didn't have the hype behind it that I do. And so um, 
when her former co-owner left last year, um, I was looking over, you know, the dates and the times and the anniversaries. And I was like, oh, shit, (laughs) next year's the 30th anniversary. We have to do something. And Lisa was like, okay, sure, let's do it. And so um, that was kind of what kicked the ball off. And I I keep calling it my love letter to the Sailor Moon fandom because I'm just like, I'm putting my heart and soul into this. And like the, the I wanted it to be different than the 25th anniversary celebration was because that one was very much, uh, we are in the Moon Palace. It is a ball. Um, the dress code was really strict so that, you know, everybody kind of fit within the realm and the world that they were building. And so we took it and kind of took a left turn with it. And we're doing, um, if Usagi and her friends went to the Met Gala. And so it is going to be a night of kind of high fashion geek couture, like out of the box versions of the scouts. And, you know, I want to, I expect to see quick changes happening throughout the evening or, you know, like transformation dresses. And so um, it's really a platform for people to explore and have fun with silhouettes and designs and, and gowns and tuxedos and, whatever they can, you know, come up with that fits kind of that campy, gorgeous Met Gala vibe. That is so cool. I love that so much because I've always wanted to, well, I don't know if I've always wanted to attend a Met Gala, but like to dress up like I was mm-hmm. going to a Met Gala. And so I feel like this is a cool opportunity yeah. to do something like that. Yeah. And I specifically, um, kind of pushed for it to be held in a hotel so that we can kind of get like those miniature con vibes and I because we've got a room block that people can stay in and I know that some people are talking about like hosting you know room parties the night before and you know meeting up with people and doing brunches or doing whatever and I'm like treat this you know like you might treat a wedding day like hire a person to do your hair hire a person to do your makeup you know go all out we're literally buying carpet or renting carpet to turn the stairs that lead up to the ballroom in this hotel pink so they look like the met gala stairs like we are saving no expense we want to make sure that everyone who does attend this not only feels that camaraderie of being around fellow Sailor Moon fans and, you know, sharing the nostalgia of a 30-year franchise with with strangers, but also feels like, you know, they're attending the highest fashion event of the year. And, like, they get to show out and they get to be the star. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see, you know, what people come up with and what people show up in and... And just the faces on everyone. That's always my favorite part is like when you first walk into an event and the reaction that people have, it just, it makes my heart happy. That is so <laughs> cool. It, it feels like you're doing, you're in the right place at the right time. <laughs> uh, and I mean, you mentioned mm-hmm. this before we started recording, so I'm going to bring it up, but Tiffy Starchild is hosting. She is. I, uh, I love Tiffy with Same. my whole heart, with my whole being. Um, <laughs> she is a blessing and a light in my life and I hope that when she listens to this episode she just feels all of my love projecting across the universe to her um, because we don't live close which is the saddest thing but um, yes we asked her to host it because she just has the most amazing personality and she's equally as passionate about the Sailor Moon universe as I am. And so I knew she was a shoe in So, I mean, we're going to have her doing a variety of fun tasks that evening from, you know, hosting interviews on the pink carpet with our cute little Sailor Moon step and repeat to doing, you know, um, she'll probably host the, the fashion show that we're going to have that people can, can nab like a little extra ticket to if they want to walk in the fashion show and kind of present themselves to the other Sailor Moon fans. She'll probably, you know, lead the toast and talk about different things. And so I just know that, you know, when we were talking about, oh, do we want someone to like kind of be in charge of the microphone for the evening? Like, 
Tiffy was in no questions asked. She was like, I was going to come anyway. So like, if you want me to work, I will. And I was like, yes, done. Perfect. So yeah, I'm super, super stoked for her to, you know, be the face kind of of the event and and show off her love and her passion for the series because um every everyone she comes into contact with just falls in love with her because she's just that amazing i i adore her i could talk about tiffy for hours (laughs) and she was also a guest on the podcast i love her she's so cool and so amazing and just like a lovely person and i'm i'm like so excited I know it's gonna be it's gonna be so dope I huh I'm so geeked and I think um we're gonna work together on her gown like she has a vision in mind and so I'm very excited to get to to sew for her and you know make her a stunning dress that she gets to show off all evening yes (laughs) I like I'm thinking of a dress I can wear now like I have one dress that's like pink and sparkly and I'm just like maybe I can adjust that and just like do some stuff with it I don't know yeah you can do a full Tiffy star child and just put crystals all over I love that (laughs) (laughs) or you know add like add some tool to it to make it a bigger skirt or like a mermaid style skirt pin a little brooch in the middle oh yeah I the biggest struggle is figuring out what I want to wear. I know it'll be Eternal Sailor Moon themed because obviously she's my favorite. Um, but it's like, how am I going to translate that into a dress? And will there be multiple dresses? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> That's a problem for future Amber. I love that. I love giving future Victoria problems. I'm like, you know what? Figure mm-hmm. it out. She's smart. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll get there. I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and the present victoria is like oh it's cursing past victoria but that's all oh absolutely. Like, absolutely. what was i thinking what, what was i thinking but you know it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. <laughs> um it'll be fine it'll be fine. i did kind of want to talk about your cosplaying a bit if you are down yeah for sure talk a little bit about um, yeah oh man so cosplay I've been doing cosplay for, oh man, I'm going to have to math. Um, I, it's, it's over a decade at this point. I want to say I started in 2006, question mark. 16 years. Ooh. I got a calculator. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I know. I just did it too. And I was like, Ooh, are we sure? So yeah, it was either 2006 or 2007. And I did one year by myself or I did one con by myself. And then um, the following year I roped my father in and he was like, I don't know. I don't want to be like the one old guy at a con where, you know, everybody's young and running around and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dad, you literally go all out for Halloween every fucking year like it's literally halloween but not during halloween you know like it's just it's just dressing up like you already do that and he was like "Mm, if you get good grades we'll see so i busted my chops and i got all a's and i came back and i was like you have to cosplay now motherfucker not really because i was like a bean and he would have killed me but you know i was just like ha i got good right you have to cosplay now because <laughs> my like dad that, but outward he's like... a six foot five six foot four black man so you know he's he's beefy he's built up he's he's and big he's um <laughs> yeah he's amazing and so um our very very first cosplay together was from Teen Titans. I did Raven and he did Stone, which was Cyborg's alter ego when he was in the hive. Um, and my dad was like, okay, okay, okay that was kind of cool. Like, yeah, we can do that again. And then um, it just took off from there. And I mean, we've cosplayed everything from Soul Calibur to Lilo and Stitch and, you know um star wars and and it's just been it's been quite the roller coaster but it's been a really cool thing to do you know 
with my dad and it, it happened in my teens, which is where a lot of kids, you know, pull away from their parents. And the whole reason my cosplay name is Koala Cosplay is because um, I used to like hang off of him. Like I would like wrap my little arms around his arm or like wrap my body around his leg and he would like try and shake me to get me off. And he's like, you're like a koala, like you always cling. And so... <laughs> that's where koala cosplay came from but um yeah no it's been it's super fun we've got um we've got a couple of cons lined up this year we're not making too many new cosplays but we've got one big one that we're doing for d23 that we're keeping under wraps because um we're hoping to enter it in the masquerade and so we can't like post a whole lot about it before that contest but it's another cool mashup. I'm really stoked. I think it's going to be awesome. So, yeah. That sounds really cool. I love the, the origin story for your koala cosplay. <laughs> um, well, yeah. can't say much about what's happening, but what cosplay would you say you're most proud of? And I guess, like, what cosplay would you want to do in the future that you're not already planning to do? Um... A cosplay I'm most proud of. Oh man, that means I have to remember all the stuff I've made. I know. <laughs> um, I'm really proud of. Um, I really love my Moana upgrades that I did this past year because I've been cosplaying Moana pretty much since the movie came out, which was five going on six years ago. And so I re-embroidered her skirt by hand and was like able to get more details and stuff in there. So I really love that one. Um, our Monsters, Inc. and uh, Star Wars mashup was really good. And that went over way bigger than we thought it would. Um, we went kind of viral. I'm like, please tell me you did like Chewy, Chewbacca and like Sully. Is that what? Yes, so it's Sulbaka is his name. It's Chewie and Sully. And then I did a mashup of Boo and Ray. And so um, I call her Rue, but everyone just calls her Boo Ray. And I was like, that's fine. I literally like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're having a good time. Y'all are having a good time. That's all that matters. And so um, we have met you know the most amazing people because of that cosplay we um everybody just eats it up it's so funny because we're always like oh like we think this is gonna be great but like nobody else is gonna care and then people loved that cosplay so much that we actually wore it twice like we wore it two days at d23 which was a little scary because we're in california heat and my dad is like covered head to toe in fur but we invested in um it's like an ice vest for him so we would like freeze all these little ice packets in our tiny you know freezer in our hotel room the night before and then slide them into these pouches and that is what kept him cool enough to you know go around and, and wear that for a couple hours at a time so yeah i mean those two are kind of our our big ones um yeah, I mean, we've done so much in the last 15, 16 years, so it's been it's been a roller coaster, but it's it's so fun and I wouldn't change it for the world. Like I absolutely adore it. That is so cool. I love that. It's so cool. I don't know. I'm like oh. <laughs> I love wholesome things. Uh -huh. Oh. Yeah. Do what uh you've been to a lot of cons actually. What do you say is your favorite con? So I recently heard about Dragon Con and how amazing it is. Even though I heard about it before and people liked it until uh -huh. yesterday and now I'm like, I need to go to Dragon Con, but I'm curious about your favorite con. Oh, see, we we did Dragon Con. We were not fans. Because oh, <laughs> it's it's in Hotlanta, so it was a bajillion degrees the entire right. time we were there and it was just like for us we felt like it was too spread out and it was like by the time we learned about something that we might have wanted to do and like we crossed between you know three or four hotels it was too late and like we couldn't do it anymore um but yeah i mean a lot of people like that con we also aren't huge like 
party people at conventions. So, um, you know, that is a big, big party con. And so (laughs) we're like in bed by 10 (laughs) and everybody was like out partying and having the time of their life. So, you know, that con necessarily wasn't the best one for us, but my favorite con hands down, it's so hard. I, I have to say it's D23, which is essentially Disney's Comic-Con, and it's so big that it only happens every other year in Anaheim, and then they do, like, a miniature version of it in Florida on the off year. Um, I mean, that con is just, it's just unreal. It is so cool, because they pull things out from the vault, like costume pieces and vehicles, like last um last d23 which was three years ago now um they had like cinderella's golden carriage from the 2015 movie and they had like cruella Deville's car and they had you know whitney houston's fairy godmother dress and so um it's just that con is just unreal and it's like a stone's throw away from disneyland so you get a two for one because you go to the parks and then you go to the con and it's just like the best um, but otherwise a very close second is KatsuCon, which we are going to go to this year in a couple of weeks here. And that's just because that venue is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. I mean, even if you, I would say, you know, you're going to get some weird looks, but if you don't want to do a con, just go to that hotel, you know, on a random weekend and just get photos there because it is so stunning and I mean that's what a lot of people do you know I feel bad because they host panels and things and I've never been (laughs) I've never been to a panel at that con because we just go and it's just like photo shoot photo shoot photo shoot photo shoot I feel like Lady Gaga where she's like (laughs) club another club another club (laughs) that's just us changing in and out of costume and we're like photo shoot another photo shoot another photo shoot so this year is going to be pretty tame though we're only taking out i think two or three cosplays so it will not be the madness that katsukan has been in years past but it's still gonna be a good time i love how tame for you is like two to three cosplays for me i'm like maybe one <laughs> maybe two <laughs> throwing That's a so casual true. cosplay in there <laughs> I mean, there there were years where we had like four to five and we were like changing halfway in the day where we would like go out for, you know, three or four hours in one thing and we would go into our room and like eat lunch quick and then change into something else and go and do more photos. I mean, yeah, no, we're just like, okay, like one cosplay a day and we're good kind of a thing. So yeah, that makes sense yeah that's so cool though that's yeah. so cool. um you mentioned your eternal merch i'm curious and it doesn't have to be something eternal but what's your favorite piece of nerd merch that you own it's really easy to look because like my eternal merch is on floating shelves in front of me right now <laughs> um and not to brag but i try really hard to buy from like japanese secondhand market because the u.s secondhand market for sailor moon is awful and i actually came across this when i was you know when i first kind of found the proxy that i use primarily and um i was like digging through you know mercari japan and yahoo auctions a lot of the things that you see for sale on our ebay are actually listed on Mercari Japan for a lower price. So people, yeah, people are taking these Mercari Japan listings and then multiplying it by two times or three times the price that that person's asking. And, and people just don't know. They see this and they're like, oh, obviously that's a super rare piece of merch. Like, oh man, I'm going to have to, you know, pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. And then you go on Mercari Japan and it's like $30. (laughs) It's like, it's so frustrating. And I was so angry about that. And I actually run one of the largest like Sailor Moon buy sell trade groups on Facebook. And so I put it out there to my, you know, all my little beans. I was like, guys, don't 
trust these eBay sellers because they'll say that, you know, it's shipping from Japan, but the eBay account is US based. And that was always really sketchy to me. And so when I put two to two together, I was very upset by that. Sorry, that was a really long tangent. Okay. Um, my favorite merch currently. <sighs> Man, it's a tie because like I have the 90s Eternal Tier toy. Um, it still lights up. It still makes weird music. It's hilarious that mm-hmm. I love her. Um, but I got the Moonlight series Eternal like compact. Um, and it's the one that's like a jewelry box. Like it kind of opens um, in the bottom half. And it's super cute because it says, you know, um, Eternal Moon makeup. And it's got like little feathers like pressed into the plastic um so i think those two are my favorite that i own um i really want to get the 90s eternal brooch even though that makes an even weirder noise (laughs) than the wand does but it's i don't know why they were just like why give the eternal set of toys real noises like we have all of the previous compacts and wands when we can just make them beep and it's like, yeah. th- thank you. Thank you, Bandai. I appreciate that <laughs> so yeah, much. Well, it's like, <laughs> the Eternal Tear, it's like, it kind of plays a song, and then it has two extra knobs on it that you twist, and one changes the pitch of it, and the other changes the speed. So it gets really cursed really fast. <laughs> and then her locket, um... It just beeps. Like, literally, all it does is, like, beep. Um, And I'm just like, cool, awesome, thanks. I'm not going to pay, like, $300 for that. But if I find it for a good deal, I'll nab it. Because, yeah, my eternal wand I got for, I want to say $14. Because it was, like, well used and, like, super loved and played with by some sweet Japanese child. And they were like... This is a toy from my childhood. It's kind of beat up. If you want it, here you go. And I'm on like Mercari Japan and I was like, done. So the goal is to someday like refurbish it and give her a repaint and make her really cute and pretty again. Will I ever do that? Maybe. We'll see. Oh man. Well, love all of that. I sounds exciting. <laughs> sounds like you have some really cool stuff, no matter what noises they make. <laughs> uh-huh yeah and it's if i had batteries i would put it in there just so you could hear how cursed it is later or in the future yeah oh my god i might bring you batteries to the gala just be like i need to hear this sound <laughs> oh i'll absolutely have this wand at the gala like i'm gonna put like a um like a sling or something on my hip so i could just like slide it in there and just whip that wand out like whoopsha smart who knows? Maybe by oh no, I was gonna say that would be really hopeful. I was gonna say maybe by then, you know, Proplica will have released an official wand, but that is asking for entirely too much. I don't expect Proplica to give us anything until probably like November, and I'll still buy it. So it's fine. It's fine. I know that's how I feel. But I'm like, I'll buy it. It's it's, it's fine. <laughs> Well, it's like they've literally released all the other wands and compacts, and I'm just like, please, <laughs> can I, can I please get a waffle? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I think they will. I feel like this is definitely the year for Eternal, uh-huh. like, especially because I think like you know, Stars is gonna come out soon. Hopefully, I don't mm-hmm. know, but I feel like you know that's next in the Sailor Moon Crystal and the new 30th anniversary logo. Like, I just feel like, yeah, yeah. Oh no. I lied. My favorite piece, um, I forgot because it's not sitting up here, is I actually got the Q-Pot Macron version of the Eternal Locket. That is my favorite piece. And I hope to add um, the wand and like Holy Grail set that they have soon, but she's a little spendy, so we're gonna we're gonna sell some stuff and see if we can get it. All right. But no, it's 
Ugh, it's so cute. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing in the whole collection. And I got it for a real good price as a keychain. So I'm working to convert it into a necklace because I can't afford the necklace. But it's fine. It's the same thing. Yeah. Nice. I <laughs> see all of those things. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any advice for anyone who wants to throw a gala? Oof. Um... You're gonna need more time to plan than you think, um, is my big one. You know, we started talking about this a year ago, and even that was kind of short notice to plan an event this big. I know some of the people who threw the, um, the 25th anniversary ball said that, like, you know, you need three years to plan big events like this. Which is totally valid. And I mean, if we had three years, you know, it definitely, it might have come out differently. But um, I am, I'm still super passionate about it. I'm still super, oh wow, my words. (laughs) I still think it's going to turn out super, super great. Um, We, one of the big draws for VIG, which is Very Important Guardian, Um, is going to be that each um, there are four lounges that are each going to be themed to one of the main scouts so depending on which VIG ticket you buy or which VIG ticket you pick because you are officially invited as a VIG guest yeah yeah I just got that little I just got that little approval from Lisa she was like don't forget to tell Victoria she's VIG So depending on which VIG ticket you pick, you'll be in a themed lounge. And so, you know, Venus's lounge is going to be all golds and oranges with probably hints of blue. And her, um, she's got like this gold velvet couch because we're working with a a furniture rental company who's going to furnish the whole thing. And then, you know, Mercury's is going to be all these blue tones and bubbles and luscious and so, I mean, it's just like anything that, that you're imagining imagining in your brain, I hope it exceeds that. And it's just going to be, you know, beyond anything in your wildest dreams. Like, it's literally, <laughs> I keep saying this, but it is my love letter, like, as a Mooney to the Moonies to be like, I know that our stories might not be similar, but we all relate to this one thing and we all share this one love. And I just want to love on it real hard with you guys. And so I hope that, you know, that translates when you come up those stairs and you go into the grand ballroom and you just see everything for the first time. Um, So, I mean, wow. Sorry. Again, tangents. (laughs) In terms of planning, I would say try not and do everything by yourself. Um, as much fun as it is to be like, I'm going to DIY everything. Like, no, there are literally professionals in these fields that will help you and bring your visions to reality. Um, we're working with, like I said, we've got a, a furniture place that we're renting stuff from. We're working with decorators so that they can zhuzh up the space. And it is infinitely less stressful on you as an organizer um, to have to go in, you know, six hours before the event starts and try and set everything up by yourself and your friends. Because we did that for, you know, four of the five years that we did Yule Ball, where we were running around like crazy, setting everything up ourselves. And it just, it was always, we were exhausted by the time the event started. So um, I guess my recommendations to people is um sorry that was my dad again take your time planning it and you know it's okay to delegate tasks as terrifying as that is and something i'm still learning how to do is you know um it's okay to to have other people help so um yeah (laughs) sorry i was just like rereading over my notes from lisa and that's why that tangent came in about vig because i was like oh yeah i gotta remember to do that because you're freaking vig all access pass so 
Oh my god, I have like the biggest smile on my face. I'm just like I'm legit. Like I'm about to go buy my ticket, next paycheck. Like, it's like no, you ain't gotta buy a ticket. You just email. Like I said, email Lisa and let her know what lounge you want, and then um, we'll go from there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be amazing. It's so funny because when you said that, I was like, well, I'm going to the Sailor Moon Lounge because Sailor Moon's my favorite. But then you started explaining like Sailor Venus and Sailor Mercury. And I was just like, oh, that sounds really cool too, though. So I don't know. Which, I don't uh-huh. know. So Sailor, um, Sailor Moon's Lounge, it's actually both Sailor Moon and Chibi Moon's Lounge. It's called the Pink Lounge. And it's going to be like, it's separate from the ballroom. So it's going to be a bigger space so that kind of more people can have access to it because only the 10 or so people for each assigned lounge are kind of allowed in that space so general admission will will be able to have access to you know the pink lounge um depending on kind of what what extras they purchase with their ticket because that was my big thing is i wanted general admission to be affordable for a wider range of people and then you know you can kind of build your experience with little add-ons here and there so um, the pink lounge is going to be, you know, sweets and kawaii, but like a regal kind of kawaii where it's like, like an elevated kawaii. Like it'll be super cute. They're like velvet pink couches. They're with like gold detailing, like adorable. Um, we're going to have like photo backdrops everywhere. Uh, it's just, it's just going to be amazing. Like I'm so I'm so geeked and like, I'm excited that we're finally at the point where like, cause Yule ball was our big, big thing that we just did a a week or so ago here. And so now that we've crossed that bridge over Yule ball, Lisa's like, all right, we're going gung ho for PGG. Um, And so I'm, I'm so excited. (laughs) Like June cannot come fast enough. Oh my gosh. Well, now I need to know how Jupiter's and Mars's lounge are oh, like. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find the um, the document because our rental person, like the person that we're renting the f- furniture from, she like put together these PDFs of like the layouts for. Um, for each of the lounges okay so yeah sailor moon it's got gold it's pink and gold it's super cute there's gonna be like a big area rug in there um hold on let me no load all of the pages i know mars has this like sickening yes there it is so mars is like reds and purples she's got a little bit of gold accents in there this sickening velvet and like black chase lounge like couch like it's unreal unreal um mercury's has multiple colored blue couches and like stools um venus has these really pretty like blue shell shaped like seats um as well as this gorgeous orange couch Where's Jupiter? I know she's in here. There it is. So Jupiter, her like show-stopping piece is this vintage, like gorgeously green and brown bench. And then she's got two pink accent chairs. It looks like a green trunk in the middle for like kind of a table vibe. Um, there's this like tufted bench that's green velvet. Like it is unreal unreal hold on i'm gonna definitely not sneak you this document in email right now so you can look at it <laughs> oh my god i feel like i have insider information on like the loungers right sure now i'm really do. excited i'm totally gonna make it like this is gonna be like the hardest decision all week for me <laughs> oh yeah no it's it's tough because i'm like you know because lisa lisa normally gets dressed pretty close to the event and then she's just like swoops in last minute i was like no nah, girl we gotta be ready like an hour before so that we can run around to get pictures at all of our spots and then you know the event will kick off and whatnot because the big thing with vig very important guardian is that um they get solo access 
to the stairs before anybody else. And then there will be a professional photographer there who will take your portrait on the pink stairs so that like you really look like you have Met Gala vibes and everything. And then, you know, um, they get into the vendor hall early and they get into the space early so that they can like set their stuff down and whatnot. And so, um, that's kind of the one, the one downside, I guess, with VIG is that you have to be ready earlier because your night starts a little earlier, but it's still going to be amazing. Um, it's, I just, I just think it's going to be unreal. You know, I really hope that it, it takes you out of our everyday world and sets you in a fantastical one with fellow friends and fans and just sets the mood for the the later half of the year (laughs) it definitely sounds like it will and i'm so excited um and then like last thing Mm -hmm. uh just like sailor moon had her sailor moon says phrase Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode what would your phrase be so sailor amber says um sailor amber says even though the going gets tough you know don't give up um i know that we've all had some really tough past couple of years here dreams might not have turned out kind of the way we wanted to or things might not have gone you know the the path that we hoped but um you know keep fighting and keep giving it your all because there's only one you and you are magnificent magnificent and special and unique and um the world the world loves you and the world needs you even if it might not feel like it right now <laughs> like a true moony i love it so inspirational yes. makes me so happy um and then what is next for you and where can people find you and where can people go to register to for this amazing gala okay so um next for me is we um lisa and i are actually going to be attending anime milwaukee which is happening in a couple of weeks here i think it's the 11th through the 13th of february and we are going to have um a sailor senshi social which is kind of like a teeny little pre-game to the pretty guardian gala where um we're going to be talking about you know what's going to happen at the gala. People might get previews of some of the lounges, that kind of thing. Um, And that's for VIP and VIP plus people, but we might try and sneak some general admission in there. Um, Otherwise, um, the place to go for tickets for the Pretty Guardian Gala is going to be awkwardnerdevents.com. And let me just quadruple check that. Yes, awkwardnerdevents.com. And then you'll be able to go to the events tab up at the top. And that will be, um, that you'll be able to see Pretty Guardian Gala is coming up next. And you can grab your tickets there. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of it. That's what we're doing. That's what, that's what we're going for. I know that, um, Lisa's hosting some other kind of small events coming up here and there, but Pretty Guardian Gala is our next big one. And I hope that you all come and enjoy. Um, And if you're like friends with people who might not be into Sailor Moon, Awkward Nerd Events, um, you know, they don't just host one kind of fandom thing. They offer these VIP level experience for all fandoms. And so, I mean, she does everything from a Ren fair trip to we're talking about a boozy scholastic book fair later this year. Like <laughs> she, she's hosting a wide range of, of nerdy events. So, you know, follow, follow us on social media and see if maybe we've got something coming up for you. Yes, definitely. I love that. I'm pretty sure they do. I can already see me like just signing up for a bunch of different events. And I love that you guys like raise money for trans folks. Yeah, we had a whole like, a, we had a whole drag show. It was a Harry Potter themed drag show, and we were like, all of the tips that the queens make, we will not only match but double that. 
um, and donate it to Trans Lives Hotline. Um, I love that. And then the queens made hella money, and we were like, okay, so we're gonna break this donation up into, like, several installments. But, um, yeah, we were just like, you know, we... A lot of people still consume Harry Potter and want to find ways to consume it that don't directly put money in J.K. Rowling's pockets, and... Yule Ball was one way to do it. So, yeah, and you did it in a way that it was an event that she would be uncomfortable at, which is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. She would not be happy about it. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, well, thank you so much again for coming on the show. I'm so excited to come to this gala, especially now that I'm a VIG. Yeah. You VIG girl, you better show up yeah. and show out. I so. I'm absolutely <laughs> going to plan my outfit. I'm super excited, but yes and if you want like any help planning and like picking out fabrics or anything just message me like i will absolutely love to help figure something out for you i definitely will i will i'm gonna send you a picture of the dress i have that i'm thinking about modifying but what we can talk about that i already followed you on instagram for my oh yes perfect (laughs) good anyways (laughs) again i'm victoria l johnson host of the salem fan club podcast and you can find me at Mooney's uh, Miss Old School on Twitter and Instagram. That's Old School to K and Mooney's Club on Twitter and Mooney's underscore Club on Instagram. And we have merch at Mooney'sClub.com. So if you want to check that out, you can do that. And of course, we'll drop the link to the Pretty Guardian Gala in the podcast notes. And thank you so much, Amber, again for coming on the show. Of course, thank you. That was what I forgot earlier. Yeah. Awkward Nerd Events is on Facebook, Instagram, and I did just follow on Instagram as well, so I will yes check Twitter. But if it's not there, that's fine. Follow other places. And I'll drop all the links as well in the podcast notes for anyone listening. But thank you guys again for listening to the Sarah Fan Club podcast. And thanks, Amber, for coming on the show. Thank you. Bye. Bye.